0: You're listening to Luke's English podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hi, folks, it's Luke here, and uh, it's a Tuesday evening. I'm just sitting here in my flat, relaxing, having a very nice time. The weather's pretty good. I'm looking at the view outside my window, and uh, there's blue skies, a few little fluffy clouds. Uh, dotted around in the sky, but mainly it's a blue sky, and uh, there's a nice cool breeze coming through the window, so it's um it's very pleasant all round. As a matter of fact, um, let's see, I'm I'm a bit sunburnt, actually, uh, because uh, I spent the weekend at a music festival, um, that was in uh, Wales, in South Wales. It was called the Green Man Festival, and it's actually the second music festival I've been to in the last uh, month. Um, So this podcast is going to be about music festivals and music festivals in the UK uh, because um, it's the summertime and this is the season for all the big music festivals to happen in this country. Um, So basically in this podcast I'm going to tell you about the kind of culture of uh, British music festivals because they're very, they're very uh, important actually uh, to a lot of people and uh, it's something that happens um, on quite a large scale across the country um, during the summer. So it, uh, it's an interesting part of British culture. Um, so before I talk about that, uh, I'd just like to say uh, thank you to everyone who's sent me messages. I'm getting more and more messages all the time which is uh, very promising because it means that the podcast is um, becoming more popular and I'm still getting more and more downloads. Um, I'm getting over a thousand downloads a week now, which is uh, what I was aiming for. That was my goal uh, a few weeks ago. Actually, I, was, I remember making a comment saying, I hope to get a thousand a week and I'm getting a thousand a week now. Uh, so that's quite good. That's large numbers. That's over a hundred a day. So it's fantastic. So, again, um, I know that there are thousands of people listening to this podcast every week. But I don't really know very much about you. I get messages from some of you. But I don't know that much about all of you, really. So the more information I have about you, the better. So you can send me information like who you are, where you are, uh, how old you are, um, what you do in in your job. Right. So are you, are you working or are you a student? What's your job? What's, what are you studying? And uh, why are you studying English? Uh, why is English important to you? And what kind of English are you going to need in the future? Because for many people, actually, they're going to need English to work. They need it for their jobs. And so English for work is a different kind of English, really. There's a different set of skills and a different set of uh, situations in which you'll need to speak English. So, um, yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting for me to find out why you need English and and other things like that helps me helps me to make a, a more interesting and effective podcast. Um, now, so on the subject of uh, music festivals, um, I ought to give you some facts on the subject. Okay, so I'm now on the Internet and uh, I'm looking at uh, the website for The Times. That's uh, one of the top uh, newspapers in this country, The Times. So I'm on uh, Times online. Uh, that's uh, www dot, Sorry, that's uh, HTTP colon forward//www.timesonline.co.uk. Slash forward slash Right. Just a funny thing about websites. Yeah. They're, they're very difficult to say, aren't they? HTTP colon forward slash forward slash WWW dot. That's quite difficult to say. And actually the WWW is ridiculous because um, WWW is short for World Wide Web. Yeah. World Wide Web WWW. But there are more syllables in WWW than there are in World Wide Web. So I don't know why we don't just say World Wide Web. That would make more sense. In fact, it would be quicker just to say wo wo w right? So we should say uh, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash wo 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 times online dot co dot UK. Uh, we should say that. And HTTP is a bit uh, tricky. So it may be quicker and easier to say h-t-t-p, Right? So instead of HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www dot, it would be http colon slash slash www. Which, in my mind, is a lot quicker and a lot easier. But uh, I think it would be a little difficult to persuade the whole world to, to start changing the way they they call those things. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, those ideas there that I just had aren't really my own. Those ideas are ones that have been suggested by several comedians in this country. One of them is called Stephen Fry, and he has a podcast. And in that podcast, he talks about how we talk about www and www and so on. And another is a comedian called Richard Herring, and he's got his own podcast too. And he he suggests that we change http colon forward slash forward slash to... P-t-t-t-p- colon flash flash, which I think sounds pretty cool anyway I'm on uh, the Times online website and they have a article here an article which is called the top 20 British festivals for two thousand and nine and here there are actually they've they've written about twenty of the festivals that have happened and there's there are so many festivals going on this year uh, this summer in the uk. So just to run through some of them, uh, we've got End of the Road in Wiltshire um, in September. Then there's Jersey Live, which is on the Isle of Jersey uh, in September. There's Field Day in Victoria Park in London. Uh, there's the Isle of Wight Festival uh, on the Isle of Wight in June. There's Beach Down Festival in Sussex in August. The Secret Garden Party in July. I don't know where that is. It's a uh, It's a secret. Uh, There's Love Box in Victoria Park in London, WOMAD uh, in uh, Wiltshire in July, Uh, the Download Festival in the Midlands in June, Uh, there's Reading and Leeds festivals in August, Global Gathering, which is a dance festival that's uh, in Stratford-upon-Avon in July, Um, there's more, which are coming right up once my internet page loads, uh, there's the Green Man Festival in the Brecon Beacons. That's the one that I went to uh, last weekend. There's Latitude Festival in Suffolk in July. Tea in the Park in Scotland in July. There's the Glade Festival in Hampshire in July. The Big Chill Festival in Hertfordshire, uh, in, in Herefordshire. That's the, the other one that I went to earlier this month. Um, so that, that is, um, that, is the, that is the fourth best according to the times and then the top three we've got rock Ness in uh... Loch ness in scotland in june glastonbury festival in which is the most famous and the longest running uh... british music festival that happened in june and then at number one uh... they the times thinks this is the best festival it's uh... it's called bestival which is um... kind of funny it's the best festival and the name of the festival is festival right very funny um, but they think it's the the top festival um and that happens in September at the Isle of wight um so that that's still coming and I, I might go to that um so those are the basic top festivals uh, really Glastonbury uh, is the um is the most famous one it's been People have been uh, going to a music festival in Glastonbury for a long time. I'm not sure how long, but maybe something like 40 years. Um, so it's, it's very long. And, and even before then, the, Glastonbury has been a, a very important sort of cultural site uh, in, in the UK. Because around that area, there are lots of um, sort of ancient um, uh, remains, kind of stone circles, um, and other important archaeological remains that tell us a lot about the culture the ancient culture of this country and so there's a music festival that happens there every year and it's very popular and, and uh, very very famous and it's every year we, we can watch the festival on television on the BBC um, and uh, lots of people go, thousands of people go there and lots of famous musicians have, have performed there recently um, this year, uh, the headliners were Bruce Springsteen, um, Neil Young, and Blur, uh, but they also have other bands like Echo and the Bunny Men, Fleet Foxes, Franz Ferdinand, and other big bands like that. So, really, really big. Um, the the one I the I've been to a few festivals this year. Um, I went to Hard uh, Hyde Park Calling, which is a kind of hard rock festival, and I saw the Fleet Foxes. Who are amazing? Their their harmonies are brilliant. The way they sing, all four members of the band sing together in harmony, and it sounds beautiful. Um, and I saw Neil Young um, in Hyde Park as well. And if you don't know Neil Young, he's been uh, making music for well, he's been making music since the 60s, and he's from America, or he's actually from Canada, but he performed most of his music in America, um, and um, he's very influential. And uh, a great uh, musician. And he's still going. And he plays his electric guitar very, very loud. And he uses lots of feedback and distortion. So he's an incredible performer. Um, And I also went to the Ealing Jazz Festival, which is a small festival in in Ealing, in Walpole Park. And they have local jazz bands and blues bands playing there. And that's nice. Um, And I went to the Big Chill Festival um, in uh, Herefordshire, And that was great. Um, I went with um, my cousin and my brother and and some friends and uh, the sun was really really bright and it shone all weekend and um, I actually performed, I played the drums at that festival with my cousin's band and that was fantastic. Um, And then recently I went to the Green Man Festival, that was this weekend. So, basically, a, a festival, a music festival, is, is, a, is a very big event. It usually happens in the countryside somewhere. Um, it often happens, like, for example, on a farm. In, Glastonbury Festival takes place on a farm, a big farm in Glastonbury. Um, and uh, so they're, they're a very large events. They cover a lot of ground. And um, thousands and thousands of people go. And they camp. Uh, they, they sleep in tents. In large campsites, and there there are literally thousands of tents in these huge fields, uh, all around the festival. So, um, and then in the middle of the festival, we have the arena, the festival arena, which usually has a number of different large stages uh, where bands can perform. And then, surrounding the whole area, there will be different places to buy food and clothes, and you can you can buy beer and cider and and other drinks Um, and so really it's like a little temporary town it's a town for like five days in in this large farm or something it's very interesting it's a bit like going back to the medieval times when everyone lived in in towns like that Um, and just being part of um, this massive crowd of people who are all sleeping in tents is very intense actually yeah there's a little joke there Uh, you know thousands of people sleeping in tents is quite intense yeah hilarious Um, okay so what I'm gonna do is to give to give you an overview of the whole British music festival experience I've I've come up with two lists and I've I've got a list of good things and a list of bad things about uh, festivals Um, which one shall I go through first um, I think I think I might flip a coin to decide which one I'm going to go through first. So, okay, if it's heads, it's it's um, it's bad things, and tails, it's good things. Here we go. Well, it's it's good things first because it came up tails. Okay, so I'm just going to go through a list of various good things about uh, music festivals. Um, okay, so the first thing, you can enjoy the atmosphere of loads of people together all camping, all having a really good time in the fresh air. Um, it's a great event to be part of. So it's just a great experience to have. Um, next, uh, there's loads of good music and bands. So, you know, each festival will have loads of different bands playing. And you can go and see, like, all your, some of your favourite bands all across the same weekend. Or you can find out about lots of new bands. So, you know, you just learn, you, you hear bands that you like, and then you find them on the internet and buy their CD. And it's a great way to find out about new music. Um, if you like, it's, it's like, if you go to a, a concert, usually you, you just see one person, one band. But a festival is like, you can see about six or seven concerts or more in just one weekend. It's brilliant. Um, there's lots of sunshine. If the weather's good, the sun comes out and you can lie in the sunshine and get lots of fresh air. It's very nice. Uh, there's, there's lots of local beers and ciders that you can drink. Um, the local beers will be kind of traditional English ales um, or bitters, and they, they've got distinctive tastes. And cider in England is a kind of alcoholic drink, a bit like beer, which is made from apples so I know that cider in many countries, I know that in Japan, the, um, cider actually means like lemonade. It's a soft drink. Um, but in England, cider is is like beer. It's like an alcoholic drink made from apples. And it's very nice and traditional as well. Um, so you also, when you go to a festival, you can get out of London. You can escape from London and go into the countryside. Because sometimes London is a bit too... Um, intense um, there are too many people and it's very noisy and crowded so if you if you can get out of London into the countryside it's quite nice it's quite pleasant um, um, You you camp at the festival and it's just fun to live in a tent for a while um, you know it's like a little mini home and it, it can be quite nice and comfortable if you've got a large tent um, plus it's um, it's a huge campsite with thousands of people all camping together so you get a kind of community feel um, there's loads and loads of delicious food at festivals uh, lots and lots of different uh, little stalls you can go to to buy food. you know different types of food uh... my favorites are the caribbean food stalls and they do what's called jerk chicken and jerk chicken is a kind of barbecued chicken which has been marinated or marinated Um, soaked in um, sort of a sauce which is very spicy and um, it's served with rice and beans and salad and it's just really really tasty Um, um, and also I like the curries Um, there there are sort of Indian uh, places where you can go to to get vegetarian curries and chai tea Uh, it's really really nice Um, so lots of good food Um, you, you get to meet lots of interesting people there often you, you can make new friends uh when you when you go there you can you you meet uh like friends of friends and then they become your friends and then you add them as a friend on facebook for example um it's a good way to make friends um how many times did i say the word friends in that sentence a lot um, also as well as music at festivals there's lots of comedy um comedy is a really big industry in this country um it's 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 not as big as the music industry, but it's still very, very big. And there are lots of famous comedians. Um so really comedy is like the the second biggest sort of entertainment industry after the music industry probably in this country. Um so you can lots you can see lots of comedians in the comedy tent. And, and that, that's really great. You can just sit there and see these new comedians who you've never heard of before. Um you can basically do whatever you like at a festival. You can just sort of have fun. You know, it's, it's great. It's like being on holiday. Um, also, if you're a musician, you can perform at festivals um, like I did with my cousin's band. Um, it's a great opportunity to show people your music. Uh, so especially if, if you're a big band, playing a f- festival is a great way to expand your audience because you get people watching your show who normally wouldn't listen to you, um, so it's, it's really great and it's very important for the music industry, um, the festival scene, it really gives the music industry a big boost every year and it's a great way for record labels to promote their acts and um, lots of people buy the music of the artists that they've listened to at the festivals, so it's, it's a big boost to the music industry in this country and a, and a very important event. Um, every year particularly Glastonbury okay so those are the good things but it's not all good it's pretty bad sometimes in fact sometimes it can be a nightmare and I'm going to give you the reasons why okay number one on the list of course is the weather now if you can imagine thousands of people gathered together in a field all camping together and it rains a lot basically what you're going to get is loads and loads and loads of mud everywhere so mud of course is the brown earth on the ground under the grass and that's mud and when it rains everything turns to mud it's absolutely disgusting it's a bit like a disaster zone you know i think sometimes when festivals rain enough it could be classed by the United Nations as a disaster zone because um, seriously you get you know lakes of mud it's disgusting Um, so first of all if it rains it's horrible and you get wet and covered in mud and it's a disaster Um, also other things like for example if you go to a festival on the Friday night on the first evening you might have too many beers you might get a bit overexcited and drink too much and then you wake up on Saturday morning with a bad hangover and there's nothing worse than waking up with a hangover when you're in a tent that is exposed to bright sunlight in the morning because what happens is you kind of cook inside the tent the tent kind of magnifies the heat of the sun and you just cook in there it's horrible especially with a hangover Um, if you don't have a big tent you might be sharing your tent with someone and uh that might mean that you don't have a very good night's sleep. Um, now, tents in this country will tell you how many people uh, can fit inside. So, for example, you might get a two-man tent or a three-man tent. A two-man tent is supposed to hold two men, two people, right? Now, it's just not true. They're, they're lying because a two-man tent is just the right size for one person. And I learned this the hard way because I went to the big chill festival with my brother and we had a a two-man tent which we thought would be fine for two men but no it wasn't fine um it there wasn't enough room for two people and bags so basically we, we were sleeping really close to each other you know and he was snoring in my ear if you don't know what snoring means it's kind of go it's when you go <clears throat> when you're sleeping. So he was snoring in my ear. It was horrible. So if you share a tiny tent, it's very uncomfortable. Uh, festivals are expensive. You, the tickets are expensive, like over £100 for the weekend. You've got to pay for the train ch- journey there. Uh, and then you, you spend a lot of money on food and, and drinks at the festival. I mean, they really rip you off. The prices are ridiculous. They, it's a rip off. Um, you might spend over £10 on lunch. It's a rip-off. So you spend a lot of money there. Um, um, Sometimes the crowds can be a bit difficult. If there's large crowds of people, it's difficult to walk through the crowd if you need to get to the other side of the arena to go to the toilet. You have to walk through lots of people and it's a bit difficult. Um, The toilets are very smelly and disgusting. Right? They use chemical toilets and uh, they stink. And you don't want to touch anything because you might get, like, swine flu or something like that. So the toilets are horrible. If you have to go to the toilet, it's a bit of a difficult experience. Doing a number one isn't so bad, especially if you're a bloke, right? Doing a number one is quite easy. Doing a number one if you're a girl is a bit difficult because you have to sit down. Uh, Doing a number two for anyone is difficult because you have to sit down to do it. And it's disgusting. And you need toilet paper. Oh, horrible. Um, so, the toilets are disgusting, um, and you have to wait for the toilets. You have to queue up and wait for a free toilet and you go in and and it smells and oh not nice, especially in the morning um, anyway um, it 's difficult to get to the uh, to the festival and get back like you need to get on a train and travel across the country and get a bus and do things like that and you, if you 're carrying a large bag, it can be very difficult. Um, So it's difficult to just get there and get back. It's a real mission just to get out of the festival on Sunday or Monday or whenever. Also, uh, sometimes when you come back from a festival, you need a few days to recover. I mean, um, depending on what you did at the festival, you know, depending on how crazy you were or how much you drank, um, you know, you might be exhausted at the end, especially if you didn't sleep very well. Um, So you might need... Three days to just recover afterwards. So sometimes you have to just go back to work and just be normal, even though uh, you're, you know, you're exhausted because your tent was very uncomfortable. Um, Let's see. Um, Basically, as the weekend continues, it's quite funny because the people at the festival become more and more dirty and more and more exhausted and more and more crazy as the festival continues until eventually. Uh, by sort of Sunday lunchtime, it's like a massive crowd of zombies, all sort of shab- shabbling about, you know, shuffling around, you know, uh, uh, just zombies, you know, walking around in a field, just exhausted. So it, it's pretty ridiculous um, when on Sunday it's everyone's just asleep in the field. It's quite funny. Um, uh, it's, it's quite easy to lose your tent because there are so many tents and if you lose your tent in the dark, it's really hard to find it again and you might have to sleep on the grass and you get wet and it's horrible. Uh, mobile phone reception is a, is quite bad at festivals because there are so many people using the mobile phone receptors that uh, the, the signal gets very weak. Uh, so sometimes you can lose your friends and you don't know where they are and you can't call them. Because there's no reception, um, it can be hard to sleep in the tent because there, there's a lot of noise. Some often you'll get these large tents full of people having a little party, and if they're having a party right next to your tent, then you're not going to be able to sleep. You know, especially if they're sort of laughing and uh, you know playing music all night. Um, so it can be difficult to sleep. Also, the, if the tent is on a slope, if it's on an angle, then it might be difficult to sleep. And eventually, at the end of the festival, you, you're in quite a lot of physical pain. You know, your, your back aches a lot because you've been standing up watching music. Your feet ache because you've been walking around the whole time and you haven't really got a comfortable bed to sleep in. And so by the end, you're kind of broken, basically, by the festival. Um, but at the same time, you've, got, you've had lots of sunshine and fresh air and you've, you've seen lots of really good bands and you've had a lot of fun. So you feel really good at the end, even though you're, you're quite tired. So all in all, going to music festivals is a great thing to do. And it's a very important part of our culture. Um, so, so that's it, basically. That's my little um, bit on music festivals. Um, I wonder if I could play something to you now. Well, actually, I did have an email from uh, Paula, again, in Argentina. And she, um, she asked me about my music. And she said that she'd like to hear some music that I've been doing. Um, now, there's actually, there's a couple of things I could play to you if you want to hear some of the music that I've done. Um, I've been in a few bands. Uh, at the moment, I'm in the school band, and we play a kind of rock and roll kind of music. And so I've, I do have a live recording of, of the school band. So I can probably play one of those for you. And uh, But before that, I'll play you... song that I did myself on my own Um, I've got a computer and I've got various musical instruments and sometimes I write songs and record them so the one I'm going to play to you is um, a it's my kind of funk song right it's a little bit embarrassing playing it to you because I sing on the song and my singing's not that good and it's okay but it's kind of strange hearing myself sing but um, I'll play that too. It's a kind of funk song, um, so it's meant to be a kind of upbeat tune that you can dance to. And I actually um, I sampled a drum loop from a record by Sly and the Family Stone, and the bit that I sampled sounds like this. Well. Actually, it was just the first part of that that I I sampled, just the very first bit that sounds like this. That's the only bit I sampled. I I had to just keep playing the last bit because I just love that song so much. I could happily just sit and listen to the whole song. I think Sly and The Family Stone are just brilliant. But anyway, I sampled that and just looped it so the drum loop was just going round and round. And then I just layered all the other instruments on top so i had a song that i'd written on the guitar and i just played the song and recorded just the guitar playing over the loop and then i played the bass guitar on that as well and then i played some electric guitar too and i added keyboards and i added percussion and um, some s- string sounds and um, and then my vocals and also i, I used other things like um, i was i clapped clap my hands and slap my legs and I make noises with my mouth like that kind of thing and then put it all together in the same track and uh, you've got the finished song so I'm going to play it to you now it's called running away Um, yeah that's it running away so I hope you like it So uh, that was my tune, I hope you liked it, um, now the, the one that I'm going to play next is um, the, the school band, uh, the name of the band is band practice, there's a kind of double meaning to that, band practice on one hand means like a, a practice session for a band, but alf- also band practice means something that has been prohibited, right, uh, a, a band practice. See, it's like a joke. Yeah, it's a pun. It's a little word joke. Clever. You see, it's because we're English teachers. um, We're kind of clever with the language, maybe a bit too clever. Who knows? Um, So I'm going to play this song to you, which um, we did at our last concert, which was a couple of weeks ago in Shepherd's Bush. And this song is kind of like my my greatest moment, basically, like the greatest moment in my life whenever I play this. It's kind of my, my moment to, to rock, basically, uh, because I'm the drummer in the band, and in this song we do... Um, it, there's lots of drum solos. So I, I'm really just showing off now, just just sort of, like, getting an audience and then just shoving music that I've done into their faces. So obviously, you know, if, if you're not interested, you could just stop listening. You've had all the English. Here's a bit of the culture, right, the music. Anyway, uh, This is Wipeout, uh, and I hope you like it. It's a little quiet. And also, bear in mind the fact that we'd been playing for about two and a half hours, and it was very, very hot in the room. You can almost feel the heat uh, on the recording, right? Just imagine how hot it was in the basement of that pub. Uh, If if you listen to the recording carefully, you can actually feel the heat coming through the speakers. Um, It was very sweaty, uh, very funky atmosphere, um and so we've been playing for a long time so we're all very exhausted but we managed to battle on and come out with this performance at the end of our concert here it is There it is—the Almighty Band practice performing wipeout at the Brook Green Hotel in Shepherd's Bush uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I think you'll agree that that was um, uh, a hard rocking performance because you know we don't muck about here in Shepherd's Bush. Yeah, we don't we don't mess around. We just rock all night long, basically. Okay, that's it's the London it's the London way of doing things. Basically, you just you got to rock. Essentially. Okay. So, um, you know, I expect you've got to rock in other countries too. Um, in fact, um, I know that you rock. Uh, yeah, you, you rock, basically. So, uh, well done. Um, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, keep listening out there, folks. Hope you're having a great time enjoying the podcast. Um, keep in touch. Send me an email and uh, I'll get back to you. At some point, you might have to wait for my reply, but I will get back to you eventually in some way or another. So that's the end of this Luke's English podcast. Good night. Luke's English podcast was brought to you by www.teacherluke.podomatic.com. For more information, visit the site or you can email Luke, luketeacher at hotmail.com.